there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I am Andrew Saltmarsh. I'm Luke Robertson. And I'm Cam Smith. What's on the old... On the old docket. On the old docket this, this afternoon. Well, you're on a <laughs> couple of classics, I think. Yeah, we're going to some reliables. I thought we might start with chemtrails. Yeah. What are they bloody doing up there in the sky? Have you guys... Legit, like you've both been to Europe. Yes. And you've seen the crisscross patterns in the European countryside. Trails are off the train. <laughs> like Europe. it's insane, right? It's insane. Like little old Melbourne, you, we don't see that much. I don't remember the last time I actually saw one here. Mm. Yeah. And then you go there and you're like, well, now I can see why people would think that yeah. trails are dodgy because there's fucking millions of them. Yeah. I, when I was in Amsterdam, I literally looked up and saw like the sky would look like graph paper. And I was like, Holy shit, I'm taking a photo of this and making a funny joke on the internet. Did you like tip out your mushrooms and go, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was banging down my government mushies and I was like, I'm going to get rid of these. (laughs) This cloud's turned into squares. (laughs) So yeah, no, yeah. In Europe, it's insane. I feel like the conspiracy theorists that we have banging around in Melbourne who complain about the odd streak across the sky would just fucking have heart attacks yeah. if they rocked up in and Europe and were like, whoa. And, and our good friend PK is- He's all over He's it. all over He's been all over it for years. We just read a story in The Australian from 2012 where mm. Kushner was involved in some protests. Mm. Uh, Neighbours bit part actor, they called him. And a friend of his, Hugenboom, Richard Hugenboom, I think his <laughs> name was, he was arrested- because he was like going to airports and getting up in the grill of pilots. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? He said. It's weird that there'd be so much security in an airport. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you mean that's not the place to go ranting? What are they do? What are they trying to protect? Now, the, the article did say that they were like, oh, no, the cops are here waiting for us. And then it turned out that they actually were, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So did they like just go on the internet and go, we're going to go down to the airport and cause a ruckus? Yeah, the AFP were aware of possible activity Right. At the airport. Uh, as a matter of caution, the AFP escorted a number of airline employees through an alternate exit. I mean, they're not very smart. It's not like they're going to do a sneak attack. They're, no. They they really like to, to make a bit of a claim. And they all are massive attention whores. Yes. 
So Kushner uh, was – someone asked him on in his YouTube comments if he had any scientific training and he said, mate, I opened up my eyes and I can see it in the skies. My eyes don't lie. No. Mm. So that's a pretty good uh, – and uh, why no one's broken ranks on the issue of chemtrails. People, yeah. people are too scared that if they speak up, they'll get knocked off. Right. Ooh. So what? Let's maybe we should just say what chemtrails actually are. Well, hang on. What, no, what is? Let's go back. What the theory is. All right. Yeah. Well, chemtrails are the lines that follow planes, mm-hmm. the lines of cloud, mm-hmm. the lines of you might even say condensation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the theory is that what it actually is is that every plane has tanks of gas mm-hmm. that it is spraying across the populace. It's either Vaccines, mm-hmm. there's, there's like a secret government conspiracy to keep everyone healthy. Yep. Or Those <laughs> fucking pricks. Or it's like some sort of mind control thing to keep yep. the population docile. Or, you know, it's like gay gay gas. Really? To turn people gay. Okay. Gay I haven't seen the gay gas. Um, or, or pretty much like whatever your pet issue is. That's that, what's happening. That, that you're like, oh, I don't like that this has happened. It's because you can apply it to. There's all this. There's these bloody strange clouds. Yeah, that's not an efficient way, in my mind. If you want to get the population docile, no, no, you'd put it in the water, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Fluoride. You want to kill some people on fluoride? Control them using the fluoride. Yeah, put it in the water. (laughs) Fluoride. Whole other episode. Yeah, and also like, well, we could probably wrap fluoride into this (laughs) one. Yeah, true. Well, the thing is, if like, there's also a lot of these guys. There's probably, I'd say there's a fair amount of crossover, but maybe there's like some guys who are like, look, chemtrails are fine, but fluoride's not. Mm. But if you're going to put something in the water, you wouldn't use fluoride Mm. and you wouldn't use highly visible clouds in the sky. Yeah. You'd just put it in. Yeah. And not tell anyone. You wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, well, we've got to work out the logistics of, we've got to tell the guys that dump it in the water every week. And people, but it's something. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll ask too many questions. The bloody, bloody homebrewers would pick up on it quickly, though. Yeah. They'd, they'd be the first. They'd be the canary because they do like, water tests on yeah, the water. My pH is off. Yeah, what have they put pH, in here to yeah. control me? Way too much. So yeah. they're, the first, they're the first people you have to start controlling. Yep. And surely if you wanted to control Australia, you yep. would be like, hey, can't United Breweries, just, just whip this in your next batch of fucking Veebs. Yeah. Half the, con- half the country's gone. So if the craft brewers are the problem, yeah, then just dose the craft brewing kits. Yes. Mm. And they don't use kits. They use- anyway, this is good inside the, the hops. Put the it, hops. Put it in the put hops. put it in the hops. Oh, my God. That's why a beer has to have hops by law to be called a beer. Mm. Case cracked. <laughs> Fuck off with this beer shit. This yeah. Is the what about ginger beer? <laughs> ginger beer, no hops. Well, it depends. Still called a beer. Uh, I don't know. I don't this know. This is rules. an ale of a time, a pun on whale of a time. Yeah. Tune in, nine to five. No. Um, yeah. so fortnightly. The, the crazy people think that the, the lines in the sky being left by the plane. Let me let me do my basic bitch explanation of something. He's still upset about that from last <laughs> week. <laughs> people think the planes are spraying stuff over us to control us, immunize us do something to us that's bad. Generally, the, the consensus is that they're doing something bad, right? Yeah. It's never, thank you, shadow government, for spraying us with these chemicals enriching our lives. Is there any groups that are like that? 
that are like they think it's good. Pro chemtrails groups. I can't imagine because like how do you get there? Because you like, go, you know what? Life's so much better now than it was back before we saw the chemtrails. Well, I have seen people saying that it's vaccinations, right? So vaccination is good. Yes. Now, when like people who are anti-vax, they're that's because they're saying, oh, the vaccination doesn't work, or it makes you sick, or it gives you autism, or whatever. Yeah. But the concept of vaccination itself doesn't give you autism. No, no. So whatever they're vaccinating us against, they've just immunized us against some disease. Yeah. So Which hasn't killed us all. Mm. Yeah. So you're saying you're I'm pro You'd have to so you'd have to believe they exist first and then Yeah, which I don't. So yeah. that's okay, yeah. Um would you attach them I'm thinking of more efficient delivery methods to like put them in car exhausts? Yeah, like, maybe but um civic fleets like dump Rubbish trucks and things like that. Are you just going to be chemtrailing the ground though? Well, like you wouldn't really see it as much if you just kind of early in the morning well, dump truck cruising around. Why is around. it so smoggy all the day every day? <laughs> <laughs> is um, it? I, I surely I think the point of it is it has to drop down onto people. It just has to catch the wind, right? Like, yeah, I like, guess. But then this is what I I didn't. I want to know the science behind if there's if you spray something thirty thousand feet in the air by the time it reaches the ground with how much airspace there is it's not going to be is there anything effective left in that or is it so diluted from what you spray out of a nozzle yeah yeah. it doesn't matter when they crop dust fields to kill the bugs they don't do it from thirty thousand feet yeah Yeah, but like like, that's because they want to get that one field they don't want to get the entire populace yeah but they couldn't do the same from thirty thousand feet and I guess it would be if something was heavy enough, like the whatever, whatever that's in there, yeah. it's heavy enough. It's Barium, gonna, aluminium. Yeah, it's going to drop anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just straight down. I wish we knew some scientists that would. Uh, I wish Doctor Carl could come in and tell us. Well, where do they fit all this juice? Oh, I read us uh, one of the bits of evidence that people have for it. Yeah, what's the explanation? Because um, you think that for like for some of these long flights. Like they were, the entire plane would have to be filled with mind control. They're not juice. spraying at the whole flight, though. The chemtrails go the whole flight. Yeah, only when we see them. Like you're in the ocean, they're not. All oh, right, that's when they turn it off. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we don't need to dose these fish. Yeah, let them catch bloody space herpes or whatever alien disease we need to vaccinate the people <laughs> against. Um, so there's one mechanic that allegedly like lifted the lid, and he was saying that every place he worked there was always like a crew that always worked in the lavatory Mm. and no one ever wanted to work there except for these guys and then he went in there to work on it one day and there was all these like wires and stuff and canisters and things and then someone came and like hey what are you doing in here it's like oh i'm just fixing this and then he went home and googled it what it could be and then the next day there's a little post-it note saying like be careful what you search on the internet Dun, dun, dun. Did someone come into his house and leave him a post-it note? Post-it note on his work desk. Ah. Uh, I don't know why he has a desk of his. Maintenance crew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird that a lot of people didn't want to work in the toilets on the plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, he, that's what. What a shitty job. Hey, that, that's what clued him in. Like, why would these guys always, always the same people want to work there? It's a, yeah. it's a shitty job. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of the only evidence I've. Supposedly, evidence no one's ever really no, like no one has ever put their name to anything. No, 
I think like a couple of people, there was one from Germany that was mistranslated as being chemtrails or someone, someone obviously mistranslated on purpose. Mm. Uh, and it's about chaff that planes throw out. You guys know about chaff? Yeah. yeah. So like a military thing. Yeah, yeah, to, to obscure Radar. radars. And that has aluminium and stuff. So people are using that as, you know, chemtrails are full of aluminium. There was a video of the guy, the weather guy, who showed some weird phenomenon on the radar and was like, don't let them tell you that's rain. That's chaff. They're doing military manoeuvres out there. I used to be in the in the, in the army and I tell you, don't let anyone tell you anything else. And then he kind of walked off screen and Pico's got a video saying, did this guy just get fired on the spot <laughs> for blowing the lid off of chemtrails? It's like, well, no, he didn't even actually mention chemtrails at all. <laughs> I looked at one guy that's uh, the chemtrail debunker. He's got a lot of websites and he, sorry, a lot of articles. Oh, what? I mean, good on him. But he this seems like a lot of time. He really he really goes in on it. And that's one of the things people commenting. It's like, who who are you working for spending so much time? And who's funding this website? How come you're hiding behind a proxy? Uh, no, like I can 100% get behind being so mad at people being stupid that you've got to start a website about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and people asked him, like, well, you know, how much do you really know? And um, it's not healthy to not question things. So... And he presents so much good evidence and that's the only kind of debate people have. Uh, apparently science, one guy was claiming that science books were written incorrectly in the 60s when they talk about contrails mm. in order to prep so when the technology did come around that was already in science books. So wait, it was intentionally misleading. Wait, so chemtrail technology didn't exist? So, so chemtrail, the actual conspiracy theory, only started in like 1996 after a paper went out saying yeah. that they were researching ways to, to do that basically. But contrails have been around since they started doing whatever. Since the clouds started forming when water vapour condenses and freezes around small particles or aerosols that exist in aircraft exhaust. Yes. So ever since that started, yes. we've had contrails. Yes. But it was only in the 90s that they're like, what if instead of, well, let's fucking fix up this contrail thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, we worked out how to stop making the bloody aerosols come out of the plane. Yeah. But now we can put in some poison. Yeah. <laughs> so I was actually surprised. And a big part of the theory is a lot of people say when I was a kid in the 80s, I don't remember seeing as many. Yeah, so. but I don't remember a lot of things when I was a kid in the 80s, least of loan of what I saw in the sky when I looked up. I can't remember <laughs> even significant life events from my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I definitely can't remember, oh, that day I looked at the sky. Yeah. And of all the times that you look at the sky, you, now you have to remember the time there was a plane there. Yeah. Multiple planes. Yeah. If you're in Europe. <sighs> so, yeah, I think uh, Dr. Carl said in a couple of radio interviews that, it's because of the mixture of kerosene and nitrogen in jet fuel mm. creates this vapor that very easily shows up in the sky at a certain temperature. Yes. Yes. And at certain altitudes, I think. And yeah. another another thing people always say is, how come I see them on some days and not others? It's just the weather's different. It's different conditions. Just different weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. I um I did like one PK video. Uh, he put one up over his, like, they killed my apricot tree with chemtrails. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's got this, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's even a. I like that specifically his tree yeah. Yeah. is being targeted. Well, <laughs> we're not going to let this fuck have any apricots. <laughs> hey, you have to buy your stone fruit now, you jerk. 
Well, as far as motive goes, in the comments someone was like, oh, apricots can cure cancer. I wonder if it's targeted. You what? Know, just to kill the apricots. <laughs> just to kill apricots. Ja- and Jeff's PKs, like they're targeting him because they want him to get cancer? No, they're targeting all apricots, mate. Because okay. we had some apricots this year from my tree and they were, they were fine. I had an apricot tree when I was a kid. Yeah, not yeah, anymore. Don't have one anymore, yeah. do you? Yeah. You know what? I remember from when I was a kid that I had an apricot tree. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a, a significant. above it were. That's a significant thing to have when you're a yeah. kid. Do you know what was cool about it? Yeah, it was like a grafted tree. One half grew apricots, one half grew nectarines. I love that shit. That's like that I mean, just blows my mind. It's a cooked fucking tree. It's like yeah. my, my backyard. It's like come stone fruit time. Hang on, apricot here, nectar in here. You got a fucking fruit salad. Fucking, this is amazing. So, but in this video, he's like, oh, look at me apricot tree. They've killed it. And then he pans up. He's like, look at all that shit in the sky. <laughs> but it wasn't even chemtrails. It was just a cloudy day. <laughs> yeah. It was just clouds. Yeah. So the chemtrails for him had gone from being whatever the planes are to just the fucking sky. Yeah. So he quite often says, why are they spraying in the sky and that? Mm. And he's pointing at just giant clouds. Mm. Yeah. What is that shit up there? And it's like. That is just a legit cloud. <laughs> it's just the fucking sky. And he, he posted a video the other day pointing to some weird pseudo not real news site saying the BBC have officially recognised chemtrails as, as, as a type of cloud. Right. But there's no no actual link to the BBC. There was though. Was there? Oh, so in the- I like, searched for it and I couldn't find anything. It was like some cooked fake news site. That had it was like chemtrails confirmed by the BBC, and then there was like a, some little link buried somewhere in it to the actual BBC thing, right. which was just about there's some like new form of cloud, right. like just a new cloud shape that they've recognised. But not a, not contrails. No, sounds like pretty sweet though. Identifying a new sort of cloud. Yeah. In 2017, you think we'd be across that by now? Yeah. Good shit. Well, just lots of different ways that clouds can appear. Good shit, science. But then he's scrolling. He's doing his normal thing where he's scrolling down a website, just pointing things out as he sees them. And then there's a an illustration of all the different types of clouds, and he's just talking about how they're all bullshit. <laughs> it's like cumulonimbus, bloody whatever bullshit. It's like, dude, well, like it's not all chemicals. How do you take an issue with clouds? It's like weather <laughs> phenomenon is real. Literally, old man yells at clouds. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> He is old man yelling at cloud. Did you guys come across Morgellons? Yeah. So, well, I'm across Morgellons. What's it got to do with the chemtrails? Uh, for some reason, I think is one of them- caused more- by chemtrails? So I think that's what some people say, and what's in the ear is giving us Morgellons. What's Morgellons? <laughs> oh, you no. ask. Well, it's- No, should we tell him? <laughs> what, like if a- he ca- what if he bloody catches it? Sounds like a Game yeah, of Thrones thing. We probably don't want him to catch it. I think he's stable of mind. <coughs> uh, listener, if you're not stable of mind and you're susceptible to catching- Diseases. Yeah, if you're susceptible to capturing psychic diseases. Yeah, then tune out for three minutes. More gallons. Yes. Uh, basically, how would you describe this? Well, it's supposed to be a disease where fibres come out of your skin. Yeah, and right. like it feels like you've got bugs and stuff crawling and you scratch and scratch and fibres come out. Yeah, right, like like just meth. Pretty much um, without the, the sun high. Yeah. But basically it's, it's just made up, right? It is just made up. The problem is you cannot think that you have it unless you've heard about it. Yeah, right. It's it's pure, like some people genuinely think that they have a condition where fibres are coming out of their skin Yeah, and literally there's nothing that can be done about it because it's entirely a mental thing. Right. Yeah. 
Psychosomatic. Yeah. Um, Anakin C. And there's quite fun like WebMD articles about it that are just basically saying, look, it does kind of have exist because people are convinced they have it and they itch and end up with a skin problem. Right. But, you know, it's not a disease. Um, but it still needs to be treated in a sense because yeah. you are actually, you know, harming yourself. Right. So they treat it as like a disorder. I think so, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's tied into chemtrails because that's where that, that's where, that's where it comes from. from. Yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah, it w- it was really just like basically like one guy. Yeah, and then it's the the internet. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So so I saw it described as like a meme disease. Sorry, yeah. meme disease. May may it's may may meme. <laughs> I'm not going to countenance this. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I have on chemtrails. What do you have? Anything else? <laughs> So it's not really like they're just in the sky. Knock it off. Yeah. Any thoughts on a more efficient distribution? Yeah, anything, anything. Okay, literally anything could be more efficient than what what they're doing at the moment. Yeah. Salt. Such it's a massive waste of taxpayer dollars. Salt. That's my Put take. It in salt iodine. Yeah. Just Is that a conspiracy? Do people get upset about iodine and salt. There must some must someone must be pissed off about it. Oh. I wonder. Like they don't seem to be as. Maybe with the rise of like, maybe they're behind the push of fancy salts. Possibly Himalayan. Yeah, What's yeah. the pink in the pink Him- Himalayan, Himalayan salt? Well, it could be. I don't know. I'm no. I'm thinking they're like, well, all these fancy salts are taken off. We don't need to like be crazy conspiracy theorists. We just need to push the fancy salt. Yeah. And plus, we get more delicious food everywhere. They're delicious seasonings. Shall we take a small break? Let's yeah. Take a break. Yeah. And what are we going to talk about after that? The bloody moon. All right. Going higher up in the sky. I dreamed about the moon the other day. Mm-hmm. You two were in it. Right. Hello. The moon was closer than it ever had been to Earth. Yeah. And it looked square. Yeah. And this and turned then, you on somehow. Why would I be turned on? Because we Dream, were in it. All dreams aren't sexual. <laughs> oh, I just assumed that this one was because of our presence. Uh, no. Sorry. Uh, and it was square. And I was like, well, it's clearly fake. Like we can see that the moon doesn't exist because it's square. And now we, we're as close as it's ever been. But then I looked even closer and it just turns out there was like craggy ridges that gave it an optical illusion and my eyesight wasn't that good. Uh, so even in my dream, the moon was real. Yeah. What, what were we doing? I think I like, oh, i got to tell you guys. Right. Look at the moon. It's square. Fuck, they were right. Mm. But but it was just craggy ridges. Speaking of craggy ridges and odd shapes, I saw a, a, a gif the other day on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Of a spinning earth. But like without the water. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. So just the land without the water, because you know it's like Earth's a globe because it's round. Yeah. When you take the water away, it's actually like a really fucking weird shape because there's these big deep bits where the oceans are, yeah. and then high bits where the land are. That it's actually a big lumpy weird rock, and just because the water fills to the like how the gravity makes the water go to the surface of the Earth. Supposedly, supposedly, um, is what makes it round. But the actual Earth itself, terra firma, yeah, is uh, <laughs> is a weird 
bulky, shape. weird cock oh, shape. Fucking weird. This thing. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. Look at it. Oh, I don't like that. It looks like a like a diseased eye. Yeah. But if you were to look at that, you'd say this would be better if it was flat. Yeah. 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 So the moon. Well, firstly, where does the moon fit in with the flat Earth? Does it exist? Or yeah. Is it yes. It exists, but it's it's just circling the top of the flat Earth. Yeah. All right. Sun on one side, moon on the other side, right? And yeah. they basically do this. Yeah, it's a big 360. Now, is the moon flat? When it's going around? No, I don't. Th- oh no, I have seen theories saying it is, and that's why there's a dark side of the moon that right. we never see. Right, because it's like the other side of the plate. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a, you know how on Indiana Jones when it looks like he's running from the ball, yeah. mm. and it's just really someone pushing a trolley or something. Yeah, is that how it happened? So no, I was thinking something else. I don't remember. On the cookedometer. Yeah. Who is more cooked, people who say that the earth is flat but the moon is round mm. or people who say that the earth is flat and the moon is flat? I, I think equal. Yeah. I think it's equal. I think it makes more sense if the earth is flat and we're in a dome mm. and there's two spheres floating around the top. That mm. seems pretty plausible. How do they stay there? Magic, obviously. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Silly question. <laughs> this is a religious thing. It's a religious yeah. theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to we're flat down here and there's just two flat discs above us yeah. doing this as well. Yeah. They both make equal sense. <laughs> I just wonder within the flat earth communities, are there are like the flat mooners like, wow, so you think there's a round moon, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, sit there, that other flat earther. He's a bloody moon globist. <laughs> you can't trust him. He's shunned from the uh, annual conference. All right. So the moon landing. Well, it couldn't have happened because how would you escape the dome? Yeah. I don't know. Punch, punch your way out. But is, I, is, that the, is that the reason that Flat Earthers are so dark on NASA? Like besides NASA being the ones who give us all the photos of mm. the Earth turning around in a big circly thing. Mm. Are they dark on them because they're like, oh, when we escaped the bounds of the dome? No, they're, they're just dark on them because they're lying. I, I do like that, that idea that they'd be pissed off like, hey, fucking stay in here. You make God angry. Another question. Mm-hmm. Flat Earth, dome, mm-hmm. moon and sun circling around, are they in the dome or above the dome? The models that I've seen, they're in. So you could go to the moon. in the, You don't have to get outside the dome. All right. It'd be actually really easy to get to. Probably super easy. Yeah, just like the Truman Show. Yeah, get Cl- to the edge, climb up the sides, Yeah, drop down onto the wall. The yeah, moon. so I guess under those theories, how high is the moon versus how high a plane flies? Because then are they disputing the height of a plane? You know what I mean? Like 30,000 feet or whatever in this dome. Like They always say the sun is sun and the moon are heaps closer. Yeah, because they're the same size. Yeah. So like in this theory, if they're just floating around on top of the earth, theoretically the jumbo jet's going to... Yeah. Fly, fly well, it's higher high. than planes fly. Can't be that. Like, how high is? Anyway, Dunno. moon landing. The moon landing. Did it happen? Yes. Verified. Oh. Numerous independent. Yes. Oh, okay. Cam's got something else to say. I think. Yeah. No, no that's fine. It is one of those ones where I think most people, uh, not most people, but there are a lot of people out there that probably think, oh yeah, it's fake. Yeah. Based on the the steam, the conspiracies, without actually knowing. Yeah, it seems to be it. the most accessible conspiracy theory to hitch your wagon to. Yeah, that without, without being so, like super cooked, like yeah, it's probably heaps of non cooked people that go, yeah, no, I reckon that was fake. Emma was pretty convinced for years, right? Yeah, I don't know if she's actually convinced or like would say it jokingly, but she'd be like, you know, how do they do it? 
Ridiculous. And a big bloody rocket, Emma. Come on. Yeah. One of the things I, I dawned on me the other day is how much information NASA has about the moon. Everything is detailed very meticulously. There is so much evidence and so much documentation about it. Too meticulously? No, probably about right for right. a massive scientific operation. Yes. And all of that information is freely available to everyone. So then, like, how can you deny that, guys? I can't. No. I'm not. All right. A little while ago, I kind of got my brain into a little bit of an Alex Jones, hang on a minute, is what he's saying here not cooked? But then Cam brought me down to earth, so to speak, pretty quickly, which was the theory that the moon landing happened – Happened absolutely, but the footage of the moon landing is fake. Yeah. And I kind of, my train of thought went, no, yeah, I can buy into that because why not? Mm. Well, he had a whole scientific explanation about how the footage couldn't, like, the the tapes couldn't have made it through the radiation belt. That was my first thing. I was going, oh, maybe they can't make it through the radiation belt. But then Cam just goes, yeah, but they beamed it. From the moon, <laughs> it didn't come. They didn't bring a VHS back. I think smack they, it in. I think they also did bring stuff back through the radiation belt, right? And just used like lead. lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they had some pretty good technology, yeah. even at that point. They could probably get their head around fucking. They get a, a rocket through, but not a fucking videotape. Yeah. So his thing was, it was real, but it was faked, and they sent two missions up. And I think he he's saying that he have found this out. By talking to a spaceman or someone, yeah, okay, he reckons is legit. I don't know if it's Buzz, Ald- Buzz Aldrin's told him a lot of stuff that seemed cooked, but then I think later on has been just misquoted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's saying there was two missions. There was the one that went and did it, yeah. and a second one just in case they all died horribly because they weren't sure whether they were going to be able to do it. But it worked, and everything was fine. But then they can't show you the footage of the two people, like two missions on the moon. Yeah, they can't be like, actually, there was two of us up there. So they just faked the, yeah, look, here we, this is us doing it. The world doesn't need to know we sent two lots because yeah. we were so horribly worried about them. That's such a weird, like, why wouldn't we need to know? They just make up a dumb reason, like, oh yeah, that's the support vessel. Yeah. So then, who are the who are the other spacemen? Well, I don't know. Who are these other astronauts? They were probably cut loose yeah. into the confines of space when they weren't needed. Or shunned when they got back to Earth and knocked off. Yeah. Because it's them. like if you've been on the moon, if you're like the, the second team on the moon, you'd over a drink, you'd, you'd want to tell yeah. people about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not even sure if the second crew got to the moon. They were just up there floating okay. around orbiting just in case. Even then. Yeah. Want to want to orbit my moons? Yeah, the moon landing conspiracy sort of started with a book that was uh, self-published in 1976 called "We Never Went to the Moon: America's 30 Billion Dollar Swindle," which was by a guy called Bill Casing, who apparently, despite having no knowledge of rockets or any knowledge of technical writing, was hired as a senior technical writer in 1956 by Rocketdyne. The Rocket Company. <laughs> rocket guy. <laughs> and yeah, his book was just like, we never went to the moon. And he's got like, he, his argument is that it would be so hard to go to the moon. Like yep. it, the chances of a successful moon landing are so low that they couldn't have done it. Mm. It's like, we know that the chances of a successful moon landing are 100% because mm. it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, so what are the main pieces of evidence that people use for moon landing? 
being faked. Oh, it's all based on the footage, right? It's like they're moving; they're not moving right, or yeah, yeah. The footage seems like it's been slowed down. The, so the flag moved, yeah, and looked like it was blowing in the wind. How would that do that? Hmm. How would that do that if it was a studio? Yeah, a fan, I guess, a giant fan. No, but it doesn't move. It's just it's got a ripple in it. Yeah, as if it has been in the wind. No, it does move. You can see it move a little bit. But yeah, but that's just for like when in zero gravity when you like hit it. Yeah. It moves like, further. It moves. Yeah, yeah, there's no resistance. Yeah. Yeah. But you couldn't, like, they didn't have the special effects for that or unless they got one of the greatest directors of all time in to get the job done is the only way they could pull off such a such a stunt. I was trying to think of a funny director to say and I can't think of anyone. Stanley Kubrick. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is Who is accused of doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh that started with the Flat Earth Society, actually. Really? In 1980. Okay. They first accused NASA of faking it with a staged by the Walt Disney people, mm-hmm. written by Arthur C. Clarke, directed by it, Stanley Kubrick. Arthur C. Clarke, a very talented writer. Yeah. Very creative writer. Yeah. Tells a tale. Mm. Why do you need that guy to write? Yeah, what what needed to be written? Yeah. One small step, one giant leap. Yeah. All right, that's a good line. Yeah, but like- I don't think Arthur C. Clarke's going to be coming up with that. I reckon some verbose scientist is going to write that one. Probably someone that's well, trained enough to be a fucking astronaut. So Dis- Disney just put the money in or? The government would have put the bill for that. Yeah. What's Disney got to do with it? Just, you know, they've got the best bloody sound stages. Mm. Oh, true. Uh, there's some suggestion by a folklorist called Linda Daig. Uh, there was a movie in 1978 about a, like, fake a f- hoax trip to Mars. Mm. Is this uh, one with O.J. Simpson in it? Uh, I'm not sure. It's, it was called Capricorn One. And, um, but the spaceship in that looks just like the Apollo right. spaceship. <laughs> yes, it does have O.J. Simpson. Yeah. And Sam Waterston. How is that proof of anything? Well, it's no, it's not proof of anything, but it's like so two years before the first people say that okay. the moon landing – was a Hollywood thing. Yeah. There was a movie where there was a, like a fake space program that has something that looks the same. I don't know if you're familiar with this concept of people seeing movies and then like sort of misremembering them as real. <laughs> <laughs> so in that movie there's like they, they attempt a fake trip to Mars, the astronauts who are involved then end up being hunted by the government, right, because they want to knock them off. Hang on, you said it came out two years before the moon landing. No, no, no. It came to it came out two years before the Flat Earth Society first uh, said okay. that the moon landing was faked by Stanley Kubrick. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Conveniently, two years after a movie, which I don't think wasn't like a blockbuster movie, was it? No. Okay, like, you got the juice. Yeah. So I mean, you know, a couple of years after its release, people like come across it. Maybe. Video tapes getting passed yeah. around. Was there video tapes then? I don't know, actually. Real to reels. Yeah. Sneaky route, like. A couple of sneaky eight mils. Yeah. Throwing a dirty movie off your mate. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't given me bloody Debbie Does Dallas. He's given me bloody Capricorn, Capricorn One. one. <laughs> that dog. I didn't even say Capricorn <laughs> One. He's like, this is not even a parody. Just start at what you get. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if they fake this Mars landing, they must have faked the moon landing too. <laughs> what else you got for us, Cam? Capricorn One, famously hard to masturbate to. (laughs) 
You got, you got no thing for the juice? <laughs> so, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole conspiracy theory about Stanley Kubrick. What was that movie called? Room... The Shining? The Shining. Oh, room 437? Room 21... I think it's 213 or something. Keep talking, I'm going to look it up. There's this whole thing about The Shining, which it's supposed to be this... It's supposed to be Stanley Kubrick's sort of apology, his open letter to the world apologising for faking the moon landing. Right. Room 237. Room 237. So, yeah, that's the, the room in The Shining... Uh, the movie mm. where the like the old woman is and mm. all the shenanigans are afoot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, apparently The Shining is full of like little symbolic things saying that uh, you know, oh sorry, I faked the moon landing, guys. So there's like Danny sitting on the carpet and like the pattern of the carpet looks like a rocket ship. <sighs> There's some other stuff as well. <laughs> and then when Jack Nicholson's going to bash his wife's brains in with a bat, what does that mean? There's some other stuff where you're like, all right, fair enough. If, like, Stanley Kubrick was writing an apology letter, I guess this would do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there's a whole movie called Room 237, which is all about the conspiracy theories of The Shining. And, there's you know, there's other theories that make more sense, which is that it's like a big metaphor for genocide and yeah. colonialism, which it is. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, then there's all of this cooked moon stuff. Yeah, right. What other evidences are there of the moon landing being fake? It's the light sources. That's the big one. Yeah. It's like... Multiple light sources. Yeah. The, you, the astronauts in the shadow, like there's a really hard shadow line, but you can see the astronaut in the darkness, mm. which is apparently not possible. Mm. Mythbusters busted that one. Mm. They set up a very similar thing and just, you know... You could be standing in a dark shadow, but when the outside of that shadow is a bright white light, you just get lit up because of the refraction mm. off the ground. Yeah. Um, they busted a whole bunch of myths. Yeah, they just. The I think they went to town on it, didn't they? Yeah. Like everything, like Crazy including they, they, the flag one, they put it in a vacuum. Yeah, and the footprint. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, they put moon dusk-like dust in a vacuum and made a footprint in it and it left a really sharp, mm. perfect outline like the photos of the one on the moon. Yeah. And one of the film directors, who was that film director saying that you couldn't – was it Joe Franz? That's right, when he was talking to old Russian vids. Yeah. He was saying about the multiple light sources. No, he was saying about – sorry, about the – Technology. The technology wasn't available to, to beam it back. The, yeah. What do you say, the battery? Yeah, as, a, as a, someone who's worked in the film industry for so many years, I know that back then they wouldn't have had battery packs in order to send the footage they needed back to Earth because we can't even get a producer some dailies. Without a huge backpack-sized battery. Which is when someone like that, like that says that, you think, oh, maybe there's yeah, but something like, to it. What film in, like the film industry he's working in, it's like maybe on Jackass 2 when <laughs> you're always running out of battery, maybe it's not because of the technology's not there. Maybe it's because like night before when you were supposed to be bloody plugging all the gear in, <laughs> like, oh, Hang on, just putting a fucking jalapeno on me dick. <laughs> that is the kind of thing a jackass would do. Yeah. But then you looked into it, Salty. Oh, yeah. So I did some research and it's like, it's not like they just took up their bloody JVC from home camcorder and a whole bunch of batteries. They, they did a, a whole lot of research and development and they had to use special military cameras that were top secret and able to get the right exposure because the light was so bright off mm. the earth, but then there was dark areas as well. Mm. So 
they had all this technology, all these great cameras in place, and then it was wasn't beamed from the moon directly to parks to everyone's televisions. Mm. It went from the moon to the the orbiter, mm-hmm. and then from the orbiter to I think somewhere else, and then to us here in Australia, and then or to us here straight from the orbiter or something. Yeah, and it, yeah. it got beamed, relayed a lot of times. They didn't have to like. They didn't have to have enough power to beam it from the surface of the moon to every home on Earth. <laughs> yeah. Like everything else, that's something they've documented thoroughly. Yes. Like this whole thing is, has so much documentation. Yeah. You can go on the internet and basically read specs about it, all the cameras, all the technology they used. No one ever pulls that out and says, see, we've tried this and it doesn't work. It's always just some dumb thing. Remember the Coke, Coke can lady? You guys come across this? I do remember that. The lady uh, in WA that was up watching it late at night apparently and saw the first beaming to Australia and there was a Coke can on, on set Yeah, she remembers. And then she watched it the next morning and told all her friends like when, it, when you see it because all her friends didn't, they didn't stay up to watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just look out for the Coke can. They faked it. It's going to be big news. And then it wasn't there for the rebroadcast. Yeah. Didn't it get shown in schools? Yeah, I think I looked up where the time it would have been and it would have been like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm. So WA time, <laughs> not, not yeah. late at night. I think she just stayed up and had a bit of delusion. Did yeah. she stay up late and see an ad for Coke where they were spoof- <laughs> spoofing on the uh, the moon landing? She also says like she remembers, you know, in the weeks following there's all these letters to the paper of people saying the same thing, but no one has been able to find any letters yeah. saying it. But also it would be what it is. It's like what we were discussing earlier with that other movie. Mm. It's at some point in her life she's watched a movie where there's a Coke can and then years afterwards she's just put the two things together. Yeah. Bloody Sinbad. <laughs> she thinks Sinbad was a genie. Um, moving on from the actual landing, mm-hmm. uh, if we want to get into what is really going on with the moon, we should open up Moongate, suppressed findings of the US space program, the NASA military cover-up. Mm-hmm. The 1982 book by William L. Bryan II, in which uh, he asserts that the moon has an atmosphere okay. and gravity. The moon landing did happen, mm-hmm. but it required a uh, top-secret anti-gravity propulsion system to land on and take off from the moon. Okay, why would this be? A th- why would that be anything? Because oh, here we go. The what they're hiding up there is that there's bloody aliens living on the moon. Uh- or there's also some people who say that, like, the moon is hollow. It's, uh, I think, uh, in David Icke's, one of David Icke's books, he, he says uh, that it's like a spaceship. Mm. Right? And what happens in there? Just lizard stuff. Just lizard stuff. Where does green cheese come into it? Green cheese? Isn't the earth made of green cheese? The moon's made of yellow cheese. The moon. The, the moon. Was green cheese, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they say it's green cheese. Oh, okay. I never knew that. Yeah. Right. I've never seen the moon look green. No. Never seen cheese. Oh, I guess it was moldy. Yeah. That's bad cheese. Where did the moon as cheese thing come from? I don't. It must be because of the craters, right? Yeah, yeah. They look like holes and people go, it's like Swiss cheese. Yeah. The moon's made of cheese. Yeah, I don't know. There must be a history to that. I might Mm. think that's what Cam's Googling. Is that what you're Googling? No, I'm just reading more about uh, the book uh, Moongate. So the other part of it is that he reckons that the moon has. I think 64% its gravitational field is 64% as powerful as that of Earth's. Mm. So if that is true though, it means that like all of what we know about physics is wrong. Right. And so the advantage of that f- 
for this guy working it out and for people who sort of buy into it is that you get to be smarter than the eggheads. Right. Who all, they all think they know, they reckon they've worked it all out. Yeah. Which they have. <coughs> yeah. Unless. Unless. They're all wrong. Oh, you eggheads, you thought you were so clever. With their thoughts and their degrees mm. and their, and their stu- studious documentation. Um, the moon is made of green cheese. You are, you guys are right. I'd yeah, never, I'd never heard that. Yeah. Um, all right. I need to bloody gloat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's never actually, it was never actually believed. Um, it was kind of used to show that people are idiots. You know, he probably thinks the moon's made of green cheese. Oh, right. Um, the phrase green cheese in this proverb simply refers to young cheese or mm. sometimes cream cheese. Right. So it's green. Right. And like he yelled at a soldier, you're too green, soldier. Yeah. Get some war into you. Mm. Like a green horn. Green horn. Um, so it's happened in, in like – European Middle Age tales and things like that. So it's been around for a while. Right. But it was never, no one ever actually right. believed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. Except for Cam over there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There's no need for that. What else have we got on the moon, boys? Oh, uh, not a whole heap. Again, once again, I, I was looking forward to maybe uncovering some some tasty, tasty, deep conspiracy cuts on this. Mm. Once again, didn't happen. Here is some really flimsy evidence that doesn't hold up next to the mountains of evidence that yeah. contradict it. Uh, so, yeah, Buzz Aldrin hit someone. He, he punched a documentary maker. That was pretty fun. There was a video of some guy who started interviewing him and then started showing him. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the same guy. Same guy. Yeah, yeah. So right. he made a documentary, Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. Yeah. And I think he was making another one and, and like, tricked Buzz Aldrin into sitting down for an interview. Right. Or maybe it happened around the wrong way. Other yeah. way. Anyway, he gave him a good smack. A really good punch, by the way. But, yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, like, I mean, there's no proof that the moon isn't hollow or doesn't have a gravitational field or it's not full of aliens. But in terms of, like, the moon landing, like, the whole reason behind them faking the moon landing is that they had to beat the Russians. Yes. Yeah. That's the, the crux of the conspiracy. But the Russians are like, look, you beat us. Like, as if the Russians weren't like, all right, we've got to make sure these sneaky bloody capos haven't tricked us. Hmm. They would have been... They would keep, have been all over They it. would have been keeping an eye on it. There would have been Russians in NASA. Yep. Yep. Keeping an eye on things. Yeah. I've seen the Americans. I know how it works. Now that we're all buds and we're super about Russia, mm. being the, the West, I guess that you'd see they do it now, but not, not back then. We're all buds with Russia, aren't we? Well, like, you know. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Yeah, and <laughs> we, we as in, like, the American machine. You know, we all, they all love Russia all of a sudden. Whoa. The Republicans. Yeah. Uh, so you can see that being feasible now. Say if the Trump administration was going to do it. The Russians like, yeah, he totally did it. We both hit a hole in one at the same time. Oh, yeah, they weren't buddies at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a horrible, weird way of saying it. Yeah, agreed. I'm just looking at the buzz order and punch on the dude. And he really gets some fear on the face. Oh, there is a video of it. Yeah, it's a fucking ripper. Boom. Yeah, nice yeah. one. You want to you drink this baby in? Yeah, go on. Bang. Ouch. Yeah, that'll leave a mark. Good good punching, everyone. That'll leave a bloody permanent mark <laughs> stuck in there <laughs> yeah. for, for decades. Uh, uh, anything else on the moon? No, we don't really. I mean, we don't really want to dig into all the evidence that it did happen because we'd be here all day. Yeah. 
there is much evidence. There's yeah. even photos that other missions have taken of other things. Yeah. And independent, like, Japanese missions and stuff have got photos of lunar landers. Yeah. You can, like, bounce lasers off stuff that they Oh, that's right. Moon. That's like, pretty they, cool. They left a specific scientific instrument, I think, there for bouncing lasers off of. Yeah. And at certain times you can shoot a laser up and read the refraction of it coming back. Like, can a normal person do that? Say if I wanted to do that. Or is there somewhere I could go where I could see how that works? Well, it probably wouldn't be perceived toward my eye or something. No, it's not like you shoot a big green laser beam up and it comes back down at you. It's just like numbers on a screen. <laughs> Pro laser tag move. Yeah. It's like, pew, and it bounces back and gets them. Yeah, yeah. They so, did it on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, right. Those nerds. Yeah, they're nerds. <laughs> so if, you, if you're if you over the nerd level of those guys yeah. who are all like professors and doctors who work at universities and have access to all the equipment, yeah. you probably could. Yeah. But I know you, Robbo. Yeah. I don't. I that don't is not it. you. No. Uh, if anyone is out there and they want to help us bounce a laser off a moon. Yeah. Yeah. If we know, if anyone's listening who has the capacity to bounce a laser off the moon, Get we want to hear from you. Yeah. 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 Anyone else who wants to tell us we've said something wrong, just go no. away. No. So where can people find us on the internet? They can find us on Twitter at, at Hypothepod and on the Facebook under the Hypothetical Institute. Mm-hmm. Hypotheticalinstitute.com yep. will direct you somewhere. Yep. They can uh, find us on iTunes and subscribe. Yeah. Maybe even leave a review. It really helps the podcast. Yeah. Mm. We've uh, had, a, we had a couple more new ones, I noticed. Yeah. So those. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Some calling us shills. That's fine. Yep. It's if it, You look so surprised by this. Have I you? missed this? No, I think. Huh. Oh, unless it's been a new one. But I think like people just get in the spirit of the lingo. Right. Mm. Still got a five. Have we been called a shill by someone? I don't think sincerely. If mm. we want to be get if someone wants to sincerely send us some of that shill money, yes. yeah. I'll start shilling. <laughs> if you thought I was a bloody shill now, <laughs> yeah. I'll wait till you see what I can do when I get pizzaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cam. You can find me at Sexenheimer. On Twitter. On Twitter. And uh, also my podcast, Gather Around Me. Awesome. I might also throw in a plug for my podcast partner, Ben Pobji's comedy show. Awesome. Degrassi Junior High, The Dining Experience, on at 6.30s at Trades Hall till the end of April. All right. I've seen a couple of Ben Pobji comedy things. Very funny guy. Go along. Uh, you can get me at Ale of a Time everywhere on the internet. Uh, new logo coming soon. Get Ooh. excited. I uh, am drawing that logo as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on the Twitters. Awesome. Andrew Saltmarsh illustration on the Facebooks. Cool. And I've got nothing really to plug. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry Maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry 
Love is clearly a woman.